the Tutors of Life podcast where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 218, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a talk episode where the tutors talk. And we are drinking coffee and espresso at 8 p.m. because that seems like the right move. Yep. It's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. What do we get to lose? Sleep. Yeah. I guess a little bit. We got sleep to lose. Mm-hmm. I bet you I'm going to fall asleep because even after drinking that, I'm still really tired. Yep. Um, if you're watching, uh, got a new shelf, but I got the wrong new shelf. So I said we should take it apart, return it, and get the right shelf. Yeah. So. I just really like this one. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. It'd be good to not have that one. Yeah, I suppose. Like have the matching set mm-hmm. that actually fits here. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Um, interest rates are high. Yep. 8.75% <sighs> at the bank level. That's crazy. Not sweet. No. Nope. Not sweet. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be buying as much, at least I, uh, I, with loans. No. Dude, 875 8.75 was not a lot percentage-wise 20 years ago. But houses 20 years ago were not the type of expensive they are today. Yeah. Crazy expensive mm-hmm. now. Because you're what? Would they say like after the 30 years, you're pretty much doubling what your house... Like you pay double what your house is worth? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't like that. Me neither. So, but anyways, what can you do, right? Yeah. I don't know. Life's life. So, anyways, we're looking at getting financing for our office, which is good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we, well, not hopefully, we're, we're getting that ball rolling. Um, Hopefully, our soda house closes in the next week or two. Dealing with some dumb well shit. Yeah. And, uh. Mimi just got done eating, so I'm sure she's going to want to. Play. Play. Yeah. And so. That's like the the recap, the little recap. Um, we've got a house in Kadat that we started working on to flip. Yeah. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, good news there is once we pulled some trim, we found a lot of mold. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So like half the house, we had to remove the bottom foot of uh, drywall. Oh, no. That's, a, that's pretty sick. Yep. What, it, what it, we think it was... What we, what we know it was, was um, they didn't have gutters on the house. And uh, it's like on a hill. And so the water was just running down into the, down into the. Uh, I'm not going to be happy when that glass of water spills all over my books right behind it. Because I'm not paying attention to Mimi or Yeah. So anyways, yeah, but so Kyle's, Kyle's been out there working on that. And Mike was out putting a shower today. Um so cool and then hvac is going in uh which is gonna kind of suck because it's like a like the peaked house you know mm-hmm. it's like a peaked house the center line is like where the rooms are all off of and shit and like that splits the house in half yeah so we have to run our duct work up against the ceiling and through because we don't have enough attic space damn so we gotta so the good thing is 
if we were to have it in the attic, it costs an extra like six grand. Okay. Since we're not doing it, since we can't really do it in the attic, we're saving like six grand. And it's only going to take them like two to three days to run the whole system throughout the house. Oh, wow. And so, I mean, that's the good news. And so we'll just take and frame out around the ductwork at the top of the ceiling. And so we'll lose a little ceiling height, but we'll save a lot of money and be able to get uh, HVAC in there, which is good. When we were at Olympic Flame today, sorry, do you have any more about that? This is what I'll say about that. The people that had that, so if you have in-floor heat, you're supposed to have a boiler system, right? Mm-hmm. Well, these people for their in-floor heat, they just had a hot water heater, electric hot water heater. Okay. So an electric hot water heater heated this whole house. That's it. An electric hot water heater is all that heated this house. This house has been up for 20 years. We wouldn't like, so in theory, like if we were to keep this joint as a rental, right? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't even have to do HVAC. We could just keep the electric heater, throw in like four baseboard heaters throughout the house just in case. Yeah. Just in case this heater went out and they had to turn those on. And that's it. And this place could just be a rental. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. But like the thing that the the HVAC guy said, he's like, what you're going to run into is he's like, when you go to sell this, um, technically you're supposed to have like a gas boiler system that runs the in-floor heat Mm -hmm. and not just an electric water heater. Mm -hmm. So anyways, if we we go to sell to bring it to market, we're going to pretty much want to have some sort of gas, some sort of actual heating system. Yeah, that makes sense. But I just thought, dude, how cheap is that? It's got to be really cheap. A fucking $300 hot water heater just circling water? Um, compared to, uh, HVAC system. Yeah. I will say there's an episode a couple, couple weeks ago that I said, oh yeah, I'll edit out Mimi playing. You didn't. <laughs> I heard, I listened to that podcast. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I could have fixed yeah. it yeah. and edited it, like putting it back in. She's so wound. It's not even funny. Right. Yeah. Um, and here she comes again. Uh, what else we got? So what were you going to say about the Olympic Flame? Um, so over at the Olympic Flame, which if you live in Eau Claire, it's a great place to get Euros. Um, a couple doors down is a natural medicine place. Really? Mm-hmm. What's it called? Holistic Healer, maybe? I think. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Natural B. Damn. Okay. Natural B, I think. I don't know. B natural? Whatever. Um, but yeah, because I was like read the sign and it was like, um, one of them was like cancer therapy, nutritionist and herbalist or something. Mm. And I was like, hmm, we should try that sometime. Well, actually, Mike Rico and I talked about that yesterday at work about how like a lot of like Western medicine actually we've found out doesn't like work well. Mm-hmm. But that voodoo witchcraft chiropractor stuff. Like, where they, like, pressure point you around the neck and shit and, Mm -hmm. like, see how you react and all that. Dude, that stuff, like, works. Like, we've all all experienced it and worked Mm -hmm. with that. And we're like, dude, that shit works, like, better than Western medicine. Mm -hmm. For, for like, solving that issue, right? Like, 
Yeah. I saw a video today about um, babies having fevers. Okay. Um, and how, like, nowadays parents just give their kids Tylenol to reduce the fever. But you got to think, we haven't always had Tylenol. Right. So what did they used to do to reduce a fever? Right. And the doctor literally just said, like, you just need to make sure your kid is hydrated. Because the water will, like, naturally cool them. And if, like, let's say they're not drinking water, like, to put them in, like, a warm bath with Epsom salt and something else. Um, to help, like, their bodies at least soak up the water and cool it off. Because they mm-hmm. said, like, warm bath. So not a hot bath, not cold bath, but a warm bath. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, like, interesting. And I was, like, I suppose, like, parents now take for granted to just give their kids Tylenol. Like, got a fever? Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Sick? Tylenol. Yeah, I mean, there's probably plenty of natural ways to like there fix has that. To be. Yeah, how else they survive for that long? Mm-hmm. Do you have we talked about this on the podcast? Do you remember being sick so much, like sick a ton as a kid? No, I don't either. I should ask my mom. Yeah, I don't know if we were or not. Probably, probably were a little sick shits, dude. I watched Jordan Peterson though, mm-hmm. so I deleted Instagram for a week. Had probably my most productive week of my life. Mm-hmm. Turned Instagram back on. Are you back to your non-productivity? No, no. no. Oh, I've still good. been fucking crushing it. But so I turned Instagram back on. And uh, Jordan Peterson was talking about how like how important it is for young boys to be outside playing and mm-hmm. being competitive. And like outside doing things to exhaustion exercising to exhaustion mm-hmm. things like that and dude it really made me think about this when they used to breed warriors you were like a warrior warrior by the time you were like 18 you know like mm-hmm. kids were warriors and you were like a warrior like if you were a warrior and you're in war and you're like 20 years old you're like old mm-hmm Sam's just loving this, watching Mimi just roll around. I am having so much fun. I know she's not in the camera either, and it makes me so sad. She literally is just rolling on her back, playing with her toys. And, like, when one gets too far, she, like, was able to bend her bottom half up enough to get the toy back to her mouth. That was impressive. She's really red. Yeah. She's, like, fucked up. Okay, we can talk about that next, but Warriors, finish this. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, you got to think those kids were training to exhaustion starting mm-hmm. at, like, five. Yeah. And they that was, like, their career was, like, just training to be a warrior. And, and like, now I think of today's kids, just little fucking bitches mm-hmm. cross-dressing and shit, playing on their iPad. Soy boys. Soy boys. Dude, those kids are weak. Mm-hmm weak and i was a weak kid very weak kid but i'm just saying like the level of weakness is scary yeah like i almost think more kids should be like bred to be warriors starting at five yeah i um because you got to think like one thing we've talked about is like testosterone is like the go-getting hormone yep like that is why so many more men are business owners because like with the testosterone is just so like go 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 well go. so it's not only that it's it's also that we're superior in like 
mental acuity and things like that. Too. Oh, mental acuity? <laughs> really? 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 You want to go there? <laughs> um, I'm actually stupid. Yes. <laughs> I think that's one thing, right, that, like, men secretly never wrote in any book that their wives were, like, the masterminds of everything because they knew, like, how powerful we could be if we actually, like, put our minds mm. to it. Mm. Mm. Dude, I've actually heard that theory by multiple people. They say the biggest mistake we ever made was giving women rights. Mm -hmm. Dude, like, no bullshit. They were like, giving women rights was the stupidest thing we could do because women are smart enough to rule. Yeah. Should have never given them rights. Should have kept them, like, essentially contained mm -hmm. so that, like, things wouldn't get radicalized. Yeah. Because the thing with women are they're like we've talked about on the thing women are emotional they go through their cycles yeah and so women not only are more like women tend to be more like intelligent than most men mm -hmm. and they're also um uh they're more intelligent they tend to be a little more like cautious yeah but they go through cycles with their hormones where their decision-making is not always the best. Yeah, you guys, um, it's probably going to be one of the... I have two business books that I'm reading right now. So once I'm done with these two, I'm probably going to read Flow um, because there is a lot of science between, like, behind... Like, there's, like, two weeks in your four-week cycle that you should schedule all your meetings. Like, you are a very clear and good thinker. You're not emotional. And those are the two weeks that you need to schedule your meetings. And then, like, the other two weeks, like, are different types of business that you should be doing. One week, you're supposed to be, like, secluded by yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you have one week of um, reflection. Yeah. Yep. So, that's the one hard thing is, like, right, businesses, you kind of need to have meetings or be able to have meetings whenever. You can't. You could schedule it out like every two two weeks or whatever, but it's well, just you so could much... schedule more in depth meetings every two weeks, yeah. and you could do just like short to the point bullets the other two weeks. Mm. I just think it's so much easier for a guy with their twenty four hour cycles for them to just like be able to do whatever whenever. But so, anyways, so the testosterone's a go getting hormone. Yeah, and we for sure know that because when Sean had low test, he fucking didn't want to do anything. Lazy piece of shit, just wanted to watch TV, and I hated it. Couldn't handle it. Right. Um, and where was I going with this? We were talking about women ruling. We are talking about warriors. And men being go-getters. Why was I going to talk about this? Man, I went on a long sidetrack and then I forgot where I was supposed to come back and loop around. Damn. Um, okay, because we were talking about kids... Warriors. Warriors. Oh, um, men are go-getters, which is why it's so good to when they're kids to just have them run, 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 run. Because, like, that is what the male, the testosterone is supposed to do for them. Um, so I've seen, like, so many Instagram posts of, like, people making, like, agility courses for their sons in their, back, in their backyards. And, like, especially if you just sit there and time them or whatever or, like, give them things to tweak on or just e even like having them learn like the skills or whatever for it that they won't get bored by doing it because they'll want to like compete with themselves and like 
get faster and faster at it or better and better and want to just improve because that's just what they naturally will want to do should want to do yes i think it's so neat that falls in directly to this a guy gave a speech and it went something like this once you know how to spell your name Mm -hmm. continuing to write your name out is not going to make you better at spelling your name okay now if you take and you read uh, an encyclopedia and you write down from the encyclopedia new words mm-hmm. and you uh, like every day write new words, well, now you're going to widen your vocabulary. And so instead of just writing your name a million times, you're now writing different words hundreds of times, right? Expanding your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Again, like getting more knowledge, whatever, right? Okay. So you take that same thing into like your day-to-day work, right? So if every day, uh, let's just say every day you respond to emails, right? Or whatever, like Mm -hmm. whatever your task is, just doing that every day is the only thing you're doing is maintaining. You're not getting better, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But if you like put metrics or things to do, you can get better at it. Mm -hmm. So instead of like, oh, I'm just responding to my emails, if you're like, I'm going to respond to my emails, but I'm going to do it in this time frame or whatever, right? Then you have something to beat so you're getting better at it. Mm -hmm. Then he moved it into talking about physical fitness. So he went from like mental, day-to-day monotony, and then moved into like physical. And he's like going to the gym, doing the same thing every week may help you retain what you have okay may help you like maintain where you're at and that's it mm-hmm. but he says you're not going to get better you're not going to get stronger you're not going to get better like looking better anything like that right but through progressive overload training which is like progressively more and more training mm-hmm. it's a lot more difficult but you're getting better and you're getting stronger. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with kids, like yeah. you were just saying. But it's very true that we don't think about that. And we especially don't think about it with like a lot of shit for like mental strength and physical strength. Yeah. And like day-to-day shit. Yeah. Huh. Yep. That's so interesting. True. Makes sense. It does. Makes a lot of sense. Um, allergies. So Mimi has really bad allergies and she was actually doing really good for most of the summer. She got really bad at the beginning of summer, but that's when pollen's really high anyways. And then she was fine. And then it got really bad again. (laughs) So we've been trying to like add these, uh, like nutrients to her food that like are supposed to boost her immune system. And they haven't really been helping at all. Right. And so we've had to up her um, allergy med plus give her Benadryl on top of it. And she's still pretty pink. She fucked up. Yeah. Oh. So I ordered these allergy supplements. So hopefully those come in soon and then we'll see how those do. Yeah. But for now, I think we'll just have to keep giving her lots of meds. Yeah, I think so. Mm. She acts fine. She's not as bad as she was like 
when she first got allergies. Mm-hmm. When she first got allergies, if you guys didn't hear, she refused to go outside. During the summer, which During is summer, not yeah. like her. Yeah. Because she loves just laying in the sunshine and sunbathing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there was a summer over there she didn't do anything and got fat. Mm-hmm. Sausage ham. V sausage ham. Um, I am just, like, buzzing from this caffeine. And I thought we were podcasting for, like, 40 minutes already. You should put it down and not drink anymore. If you plan to go to bed since it's 8.20. I mean, I got other things to, like... Well, not, like, do, but... I mean, I'm, like, tired, but, like... Yeah, okay, just wait till you try to fall asleep. Oh, I could... No, you won't be able to. Anyways, so, um, what else we got? Um, dude, did I send you that Andrew Tate one? That, uh, he was, like, actually, like, very respectful about women? Like, what he said about women? What do you say? Were you hoping I'd remember? Mm-hmm. He actually was. I remember that. I've sent you some good shit lately. And you... Sean was not on it for a week, and I was really sad. Real sad. Yeah. It had its pros and cons of not being on it. I was able to... Uh, yeah. There was pros and cons. There was... Um, It was more... Uh, How do I want to phrase this? I enjoyed the fact that I could uh, talk to you about something um, and you'd actually most of the time would pay attention to me right away. Instead of being on my phone. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. So that's one thing we've talked about on here is Sean can't multitask. So uh, I usually have Bullshit. We talked about that on the podcast. Yesterday, I was driving my manual car while eating a sandwich. And talking on the phone. And texting for a minute. Well, I didn't, not admitting to that. But that's fucking multitasking. That is multitasking of sorts. Such a good sandwich. Such a good sandwich. We had Whiskeria cookout. Yeah, how'd that go? Really good. That's good. Really good turnout. Uh, the most people we've had show up. A lot of really good food. Mm-hmm. AJ and Brandon came in clutch. Yes, they did. In the food category. And uh, and I got this feedback. Uh, a lot of people want to want to do that every year. Oh, cool. Fun. Yeah. Just because they said, like, you know, you only get the one time a year when we can actually network the whole night. And that's... Oh, uh, the Christmas party. Christmas party. It'd be nice if we could do, like, July and December. Because yeah. then that's like six months apart from I each other. I think that's what we'll probably try to do. Mm. Or do more like on a different Tuesday. So we're not like. It would be so hard to get people in. Yeah. And then another thing. Rod and Gun Club. Mm-hmm. We're doing the December Christmas party. Oh uh, Yeah. That's what Brooke was telling me. Yep. Um, which is going to be sick. Mm-hmm. Sick. Brooke, tell you what she wants to do for food. Taco bar, baby. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She's like, I'll even help. Mm-hmm. Like, she told me that. She's so excited. Well, she said me and her can run it. I said thanks. Okay. Here I am helping out. So what you good at? Apparently. Your womanly duties. Yeah, I'm the brains. Serving taco bars definitely the brains. Did you build a website? Two websites? No. Three websites? <laughs> well, have I? 
I have. Did I build ours? No. But I have built websites before. Yeah. Um, is it my strong suit? No. No, it is not. Dude, I saw this lady today on Instagram. She was a... She wanted to go to school for interior design and architecture, but she decided it was too late in life. So it kind of looks like she, like, I don't know if she flips houses or she just, like, helps people, like, upscale their house or whatever. She does some simple things, and it makes things look like they're worth money. So she, like, in a bathroom, just painted the wall, like, where the mirror is and behind the toilet, like, painted that all black. And then from where, like, the back of the toilet bowl touches the wall, she put in this, like, uh, we've seen it before. It's, like, the, it was, like, a panel of, like, six one-inch rods of, like, it looked like a golden color, golden okay. wood. And so she just put that all the way up the wall and then a strip across the ceiling, too, to the other wall. It looked damn good and i was like that wouldn't be that hard to just do yeah a lot of that stuff and so like we walked a property today um ellen and i and uh a lot of that stuff necessarily isn't like expensive mm -hmm. it just takes some time yeah because we were talking about like building a little pergola out back oh yeah and doing like the edison bulbs like wrapping edison bulbs you know mm -hmm. um, for that little like vang shua feeling yeah and then you do some paver blocks down on the bottom like dude if you're willing to do the work it's not a lot of work right or, no it's not a lot of money yeah but it takes some time yeah and those little things like i've watched interior design people like that do those things and i'm like dude you're only doing a flip or two a year, maybe three. Mm. Like, they're not doing quantity shit, yeah. you know? But, like, little stuff like that, because I was like, you're probably going to paint that wall anyways. So you just paint the one wall black instead of gray or whatever. And those wooden slats, because it was, like, already, like, together. Oh, sure. So I've seen it where they've had to, like, nail them all individually right. and, like, space them perfectly. She had, like, this panel of, like, six that she just had to attach okay so yeah the way she did it like it was it was something that would have been it would take a little time but not like an sure. extra month on a project or something well, yeah. okay like a, not like an extra week it would take just like a right. day for all their touches or whatever mm -hmm. yeah and so it was just interesting i thought that was like an interesting concept of like doing stuff that's quick and like high class versus well i think stuff like that's especially really good if you're gonna do like an airbnb yeah or something i suppose it is hard but if you're like selling a house because what if they don't like that that's why we don't do it yeah and that's like um we talked to mike about that mm -hmm. um mike's like mike's been essentially buying and selling houses personally and shit for 30 years yeah and he's like what i noticed is you can detract somebody by having red blinds in your house and he's like like a blinds you can change them out 20 mm -hmm. 20 bucks a blind you can change out but he's like i've seen women tell their husband they hate the house and not offer on houses because they didn't like the blinds mm -hmm. and it's like that's a that's a hundred fifty dollars yeah. and that problem is solved but they've walked away from buying houses 
because of blinds. Mm -hmm. And so if you get too fancy in those categories, you can deter people from buying your house. Where if you keep everything like kind of like bland, yeah, then it's a clean slate if they want to like go above and beyond with yeah. shit. Um, yeah, because like if we decide to do things in this house, like that one house where it was a, f a theme throughout the uh, like a color scheme throughout the whole house. Right. So if we did that for here, then I think like it would sell well. But I guess if you're just doing like random weird shit throughout. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you put blinds or curtains in your houses? Flips now or no? Not all the time. Sometimes we'll put blinds up, but we won't never ever do curtains. Oh, yeah. Um, why? We don't. We don't want to put any like. No, like why do you put blinds up at all? If there's a lot of brightness coming into the house, mm. like an overly amount of brightness, Which, we'll put blinds uh, up. I suppose because you don't want the sun like wearing on the. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So. That makes sense. But yeah, typically we don't do blinds or curtains. We don't do anything. Yeah. But like, if there's some windows that are letting in a lot, we will. Mm. Yeah, if you think about when we used to tour house when we were touring houses for our first house versus when we were touring houses for our second house mm. the first one we knew we wanted we like want to do a fixer upper mm -hmm. the second house we kind of wanted it to be more moving ready mm -hmm. and do you remember like how much pickier we were the second time around than the first jesus christ dude so bad it yeah. was so i mean to the point, like, where a realtor told us, like, honestly, you should just build. Yeah. Build or fix. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I had such a hard time, like, justifying spending the type of money for a done house. Mm -hmm. Um. I just, yeah, like, my brain wasn't allowing it. Mm. But, like, Robin, Robin had just the ugliest colors throughout the house it was a whole fucking rainbow it was beautiful you were so excited to offer on that bitch yeah um but i'm sure that's why so many people walked away from that house because yeah, oh yeah. every single room in the house was a different color and it wasn't just like different shades of green tan like it was you green red yellow purple uh blue blue it had like aqua yeah yeah when you walked in, it was like dark blue, the yeah, royal it was, blue. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you walked in, the mudroom was dark, was navy blue, the kitchen was bright fucking red. Yeah. Which took forever to paint over. The living room? Was green, was like green. a weird green. Like, yeah. Almost like the Goblet of Fire green, but maybe a little more pukey. Yeah. Um, And then the hallway and stairwell were yellow. yellow. The master bedroom was like a gray yeah the bathroom was lilac which we didn't end up painting until probably six months right. before we moved out yeah and then the one bedroom was just white and the other bedroom was aqua upstairs yeah yeah then the downstairs was random yeah oh there's that wood paneling yeah over top of that beautiful wood yeah that was yeah so it was wild weird oh and the beam was pink beam was pink yeah it was so weird. But we knew we wanted to work on it anyway, so it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
That stairwell stayed yellow for a long time too, didn't it? I thought. Mm-mm. Oh no, because we had to scrape it. We scraped it right away. And and that's right. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I feel like I remember seeing yellow for a long time, but maybe we. I don't know. But yeah, so going into a house and knowing it's going to be a fixer-upper, like, you don't care about shit like that. But then the second house, we were like, we wanted to be, like, more move-in ready. And it was like, the texture on the ceiling would be weird. And we're just like, nope, can't do it. Yep. Oh, there, you can see their seams on the walls. Nope, can't do it. Yep. It was bad. We'd have to change out all these closet doors. <laughs> yeah, we were just so picky. Yep. But we were also looking around 300-ish. Yeah. And we were like, if we're going to spend this money, it better be, like, done, done. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, we just do what we do with this, which is what we did. Great. Don't bother to fix it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of good ones to fix up on the market at that time. <sighs> nope. There was not. Mm. And this one, I mean, we waited four or five months. Before we moved in? No, before we even, like... Put in an offer. Yeah. Well, it was never on market. Right. But, I mean, right. I suppose they only had it in contract or. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, for a little bit. They didn't close it for, or they didn't close on it for a long time. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Which we got now. Big yard. It's cool. I love it. Yeah. Trying to convince Sean to put an addition on. Fuck no. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Yeah, no, none of that shit. Um, what else we got? I don't, I don't know anything else. Anything else? Um, I don't think so. You got your truck back? Yeah. Truck was broken again for a little bit. I've been working too much. Yeah, you have. Skips. What's your favorite saying? D. Trump says. The harder I work, the luckier I get. Is it true? It is true. So that's what the tutor luck is. Hard work. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, guys, honestly, I'm fucking tired of shit. So here's the deal. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Get out there and get some goddamn work done. And Andy Frisella says, hard equals happy, I think. Something like that. It's also... I don't know if, I think it was on Andy's podcast on the Q&AF. Yeah, it was. Uh, Andy Frisella, check out his Real AF podcast. Um, it was two Q&AFs ago. They were talking about that exactly. And it was, um, when did you realize that it wasn't fun? Or that, like, work like you weren't supposed to be happy like work is work mm-hmm. and he said like a lot of people think you're supposed to be happy like 80 percent of the time mm-hmm. and 20 percent of the time is supposed to be like hard yeah it's like no it's actually the opposite it's hard it's shitty 80 percent of the time and you get to be happy and enjoy 20 percent of the time yeah so, and it made a lot of sense. It it really is true. Like, you have to accept getting your dick bashed in daily for, like, the for the little t- 
time that it's like, oh yeah, this is this is fucking cool. This is where Philo wins, you know. Yeah. But you have to accept like you do it to yourself. Do I remember like a couple years ago I called my dad, I'm like, hey dude, like this really fucking sucks. Like, I'm not having a good time. And he's just like, Well, you don't have to do it. And I was like, Oh yeah. Thank you. I was like, yep, that's all That's all I need to hear. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, oh, my God. Yep, I'm good. I was like, I choose to do this. Thank you. Like, I had to, like, be reminded, like, oh, yeah, I could quit at any point in time. But I choose to fucking do it. I choose to be miserable. Yeah. And so, like, uh, yesterday, I just had to remind myself that, too. I was like, hey, dumb fuck, you choose this. So, like, no matter how gay your day is, you choose it. 100%. So, just ride it out. I love that. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, otherwise, the other type of thinking is the victim thinking. Like, oh, all this is happening. All this is happening to me, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yes. Yeah, like, oh, my God, everything. Like, this is, ha- I can't believe this is happening to me. This is happening to me. Da, da, da. It's like, no, no, no. This is happening for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you, whatever, whatever's happening in your life, you chose. Yep. It's through your actions through whatever actions have compounded is what's happening in your life currently. So you are 100% the reason your life is the way it is. Mm-hmm. No one else. No. Nope. You. So anyways, yeah, there's that too. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. See ya.